right, title of today's message is Dream a Little Dream. How many of you ever dream? Oh, I dream like crazy. I had some crazy dreams last night. Ron and I are like, wow, the dreams were crazy last night. How many of you know God still uses dreams? You know, um, Gina had a dream, and she was taking an afternoon nap on Christmas Eve and before the festivities started, and after she woke up, she confided to Max, her husband, she said, I just dreamed that you gave me a beautiful diamond ring for a Christmas present. What do you think all that means? Max, smiling broadly, said, you'll know tomorrow. So the next morning, Max approached Gina, and he handed her a small package, and delighted and excited, she opened it quickly, and there that rested in her hand a book entitled, The Meaning of Dreams. <laughs> it's important, you know, if we're going to dream, you know, I, I, we had one professor in college that said every dream's from God. And I think, wow, some of the crazy dreams I've had, that can't be God. <clears throat> you know, I, I'll tell you what I had. For all, for all the young people, young adults, they took me somewhere in my dream to this place. And it was someplace that they frequented. And when I got there, all I did was fight. I had to fight people. I had to fight to get out of there. It was a war. It was just all-out battle, battle, battle. I was fighting, fighting, fighting. It was like fighting for my life, fighting for their life. It was like, oh, my gosh. And, and finally, when we got out of there, we gathered together. You know, it was like, let's get out of here, you know. And we jumped in a truck and we left. And I asked the Lord, I said, what's that mean? He said, I need you to do warfare for your young adults. I'm like, ooh. So young adults, what are you doing? I got to do warfare. Quiet, hush fell over the room right now. <clears throat> so let's get into the scripture. That'll change it a little. So dream a little dream, and we're going to go from Matthew chapter 18, I mean chapter 1, verse 18 through 25. Let's read that. Stand with me if you would. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Dear Heavenly Father, as we go into your word today, I pray that our hearts should be opened wide to hear from you, that you would speak to us, Father, that, Lord, that we would capture what you want to give us through dreams, Lord, that we could have a greater understanding today about what, how you speak to us, and, Father God, that we would hear from heaven. We thank you for this time, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. 
there's a there's a movie out that Delon, it's a musical and Delon's like oh we gotta go see it we gotta go see it well we rented it and uh, huh we bought it yeah and I'm not really into musical movies I mean there's a, there's a few like uh, what's that Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and stuff you know these old movies that was a good one you know but this is a musical and it's called Journey to Bethlehem. So as we watch it, it's, it's a musical on Joseph and Mary's journey to marriage. And they took, did you find them? All right, good. So sign up today before you leave for next Sunday so we know how much food to make. So they took some creative license in writing it. You know, it's just like when you watch The Chosen. They take a little bit of creative license. They kind of fill in blanks of how people would respond to things in those kind of situations. And that's what they did in this movie. Joseph and Mary, they filled in the blanks for us. And, and when Joseph, in the movie, when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he was crushed. He was really hurt. He's just like, you know, because they made a big deal about the betrothal. You know, his parents came and her parents there, and they had a, they had a big get-together, uh, you know, for Joseph and Mary, and, and they announced that they were betrothed, they were engaged to be husband and wife, and, you know, everybody was so excited. And then when Joseph found out that she was pregnant, he was like, he was so hurt. He was crushed. And then his parents were like, you can't marry this girl. You know, everybody and, his, and her parents were like, really? You know, the Holy Spirit? Uh, you know, it's kind of like me, all of us be like, really? You know, if one of your kids come. But he really, he wanted to just call it off. He ran away, he was hurt, he was crushed, and he, he just, he didn't want her to, you know, because back then the penalty for that kind of thing outside of marriage was to stone him, to kill him. And he didn't want that to happen to Mary, so he was, you know, he, he wanted to just kind of do it quietly, but, you know, with his parents going, you need to, you know, just break this off and everything. But then he has a dream. He has the dream. Let me tell you, sometimes it's, but God, but God, if God hadn't stepped in, you know, God stepped in and he gave Joseph this wonderful dream. And God still uses dreams. Can I hear an amen? amen. One year I was so tired. We were in, I've been in China for two weeks and I came home to America for six days. Then I went to Japan for 12 days and on the 12th day in Japan, you know, I, I spoke that morning, it was a Sunday, and we had a big party, a big celebration, and Yolanda had gone to bed. She was all, she's like, I'm done. And she's upstairs, she's sleeping, and it suggested that we do another meeting, and I'm thinking, man, I don't want to do another meeting, you know, I'm, I'm tired. And uh, they said, oh, we could do it, and, and I'm like, oh, great, I went and woke Yolanda up, got to get up, got to get ready, we got to go again, you know. And so we're going to, this meeting's two and a half hours away. And we get in the car, and I, I tell Delonda, I go, I need to go to sleep, man. I just need the Lord to give me a dream or something, because I'm, I'm exhausted. I don't know what to say. You know, you ever get to that point, you've talked so much, you just, you got nothing left? And I didn't have anything left, and I, and I, I, I went to sleep in the car, and I had a dream. And then in the dream, I saw um, a Bible, In the Bible, it was like I was reading the Bible, and the Bible began to spin, and the Bible turned into a suitcase, I said, Lord, what is, what is this? And the Lord said, where you're going right now 
there's many people I want to send out as evangelists in this church and missionaries. And I'm like, okay, that'll preach. So I went and I preached my dream. And I, I said, if that's you today, if you feel God's calling you out, come to the front right now and I'm going to lay hands on you. And the front filled up with people all the way across. I'm like, oh my gosh. First guy, I, I walked it. I'm telling you, sometimes when I go international, the anointing is so strong, I can't even handle it. And I, I, I would walk to people. People couldn't touch me. They couldn't get close to me. They just fell down. Or they manifested demons, and I cast out demons. It was an incredible time. But just preaching the dream, what God showed me, and how many people, and, you know, and I tied the dream to scriptures, and... Um, Man, God moved, and we ended up praying for people. I think we were there until like 11 o'clock at night ministering because God gives dreams. And when you, you pay attention to your dreams, God can use them, amen? And he still uses them today. And like I said, I'm praying for you young adults, you know, that um, stop doing what you're doing or, or maybe you don't do what I saw in my dream. Not one amen. Okay, I'm going to keep moving. <laughs> You know, you can even go to the Old Testament, and you got Joseph, and he had a dream about how God was going to use him. And when he told his family, you can't hear me? Oh, it fell down. There we go. You can't make it louder. There you go. There you go. Can you hear me now? All right. So... Joseph had a dream in the Old Testament, and when he had this dream, he told his whole family because it was about, you know, about these things were going to bow down to him and everything, and it, and it ended up, the dream was about how all his brothers would bow down to him, and even his mom and dad would bow down to him. You know, and Joseph was his dad's favorite. His dad had made him the coat of many colors, and, and it was real nice and everything, and he had a lot of favor with his dad. But his dreams, when he shared them with people, they were angry. They didn't like his dreams because his dream said that, you know, hey, we're going to bow down to you. Are you kidding me? We already don't like you. And you think we're going to bow down to you, you know? And um, so what did they do? They sold him into slavery. They sold him. But the thing about, about it is everything that God said happened. See, when God gives you a dream, maybe you don't share it with everybody. You can make that number one if you want. Don't share it with everybody. But it's okay to, to get with people that can help you fulfill the dream. Amen? Not people that are going to speak against you in your dream. You always want to, you know, go to somebody that's maybe not where, not where you're at, but maybe above you a little bit, like maybe come to your pastor and talk to him about your dream that you had so you can maybe get there. Amen? I want to see my dreams fulfilled. Amen? I want to see them happen. I don't want dreams that God gives me just to fall by the wayside. I want to see them happen. Amen? And Joseph's brothers, they were just jealous of him, so they didn't want to hear his dream. Now, you got Mary's Joseph. He took the dream to heart, and he acted on that dream that was told to him. You know, because the angel visited him in the dream. Now, it's the same angel that visited Mary, but he came to him in a dream, and he told him, and he married her. He didn't put her away. He married her. And then he did not know her until after which Jesus was born. So that truly, she was a virgin when she had that baby. And that's, that's an incredible thing because it fulfills prophecy. And I shared with you that prophecy last week. 
that, that that's how God said it would be. You know, he may have been humiliated in the beginning, but the dream brought him peace. And dreams can bring you peace. They can bring you peace. They can bring comfort to you. And uh, that's where we want to move into it as God speaks to us. And he was able to move forward into God's plan because God's plan can be revealed in dreams too. It's just us taking the time to invest in our dreams um, to learn about what they mean. I, I really want to know what my dream this morning meant. You want to know my dream this morning? You know that the, the cauldron in Switzerland? It, it's where they, it, it's super fast. Huh? Not the Autobahn. It's a, it's a c- collector cauldron that, that's 17 miles in diameter, and they get up a speed where they can break the atoms and stuff. I mean, it's really crazy stuff. But I had a dream today that it was um, wearing out. That there's, there's coatings on things that are coming off. And in my dream, I was trying to help them figure out how to recoat this. So I don't know what's going to happen in there on that thing, but pay attention for the next couple weeks. So, but you know, it's just, there's nothing I can do with that dream except pray, amen? And sometimes that's why God gives you dreams, because he wants you to pray, amen? We, we don't need to do anything with it more than just pray. Just like he gave me a dream about young adults, I'm going to pray. So, um, but the, the Joseph stepped into the plan, and the plan was that he raised Jesus as his own son. But I loved it in the movie Chosen when he, he had a conversation with Jesus as a little boy. And he said, you know, I know I'm not your real dad, but I'm the one God chose to raise you. And I just want to share things with you. You know, I mean, it, it's like to know you're not the dad, but you've been chosen to raise the son of God. You know, that, that's an awesome responsibility, but it all becomes true because of a dream. Because he paid attention to his dream. And always remember that Mary and Joseph, they were royalty. They weren't just anybody. They were royalty. They came from the line of David. They, you know, in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, it says, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I'll set up your seed after you who will come from your body and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be his father and he shall be my son. If he commits iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the blows of the sons of men. But my mercy shall not depart from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from before you. And your house and your kingdom shall be established forever before you. Your throne shall be established forever. Now, when you study the Old Testament, there's many prophetic words in there that have a a near and a far meaning. That had both, a near and a far meaning. It was talking about Solomon because, you know, Solomon was the one that, that stepped in after David to be king. But then there was Jesus, which is the far meaning which is talking about that, that that throne shall be established forever. And Jesus' throne is established 
forever. Amen? It's not, not going away. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 says, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority, everybody say all, has been given to me in he heaven and on earth. So Jesus is the ultimate authority on heaven and on earth. No one has more power than him. And uh, no one has power like him. Satan is not as powerful as Jesus. I mean, Satan has power, but not like Jesus. Amen? He, J when you're walking with Jesus, Satan does not have power over you. Amen? He does not have power over you. And we got to know that. The enemy can attack you, but he's not more powerful than Jesus. Amen? We can call on the name of the Lord, even as we sang today, Jesus... We can call on Jesus and he will intervene for us. Amen? So no matter what you're going through, say the name. Very good. <laughs> That's what we got to do. We got to remember to say the name. You know, I, I think, you know, Tim, our keyboard player, is, he's been battling the heart issue, dizziness, you know, getting his medicine right. Um, Isabella's father's been in the hospital. He had a stroke, and, and he's, but he's coming back. The Lord's touching him and healing him. And, you know, we have a friend in Joy Group, Carrie, that, that's just riddled with cancer right now, you know. And people are going through things. Mark and Pamela have been going through some physical issues, you know, and I'm sure you're going through physical things. And, but we just got to keep saying the name. Amen? We got to keep calling on the name above every name, the name of Jesus. You know, Delonda and I have seen God do some amazing things. You know, one day we were in one country and this lady was paralyzed on her right side. And uh, they're like, hey, she's going to leave. I didn't like to pray for everybody until the last day because it could turn into pandemonium. It'd be, I'd be praying forever. And is, as it was in this place, the last day we prayed for six and a half hours over people. It was a long time. But they said, this lady's got to go. She's paralyzed on her right side. Can you pray for her? I said, okay, sure. And, I, and I, I don't speak the language where I was, so I prayed in, in the Spirit. I prayed in the Holy Spirit. I prayed in tongues. And I grabbed her right, right arm, and I just started pumping it up and down. And I just started praying in the Spirit over her. And I, as I was praying, and I'm pumping her arm up and down, and pretty soon I see her leg going like this, her right leg jumping and down. Pretty soon I just let go, and that lady was just jumping up and down and flapping her arms everywhere and totally restored and healed. Remember that lady? I mean, it was amazing to see how God just does that. You just say the name, amen? Say the name, Jesus, Jesus. He's the ultimate authority on heaven and earth, and he reigns, amen? He reigns. And when somebody, everybody say somebody, when somebody pays attention to their dreams and get on track with what God's want, God wants, a miracle could happen. Amen? A miracle could happen. Joseph had another dream, too. It's in Matthew 2, verse 13. It said, now when they departed, when they departed, it says, now when they departed, it's talking about when the wise men had departed. Now the wise men had a dream, too. The wise men had a dream, don't go back and tell Herod that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Don't go back and tell him. So they went back another way. They didn't go back and tell um, Herod because they knew that Herod wanted to kill this child. 
So when they departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. In verse 15, and there and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Now, that home in Egypt is a church now. It's been a church for a long time. But the if you there's the they, they build their churches a little differently. So the 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 pulpit is you take the stairs up to the pulpit. And that's where the pastor preaches from. And then there's like an altar. And now behind the altar, you go upstairs and you go down. And then covered in glass is where Jesus lived. And there's seven churches built around that place right there. The seven Orthodox churches. But Delana and I got to go in there. I, uh, I should have brought you the picture. I took a picture of where Jesus lived as a little baby. And, uh, but God used a dream to do that. Amen. And God, you can see, God used dreams in the Bible to encourage people in the things that he wanted to have happen. Amen? And, and you're thinking, oh, it's just the pizza I ate last night. <laughs> I told Delana some of my dreams, she goes, did you have pizza last night? And I'm like, no. Because <laughs> most of my dreams, it seems like, you know, I'm fighting somebody, you know. But God uses dreams to make things happen, amen? And through these dreams and people paying attention to those dreams, prophecy was being fulfilled, amen? And I believe that God is still giving dreams to people. And, you know, and I, I'm going to make time, you know, maybe in February, of teaching on dreams on Wednesday nights for a season, because next year on Wednesday nights, we're going to do half teaching, half prayer. So it may get a little longer than an hour, but... You're good. I'm good. Used to be we did an hour and a half, two hours on Wednesday. So, you know, come on. We got so comfortable. Let's get uncomfortable. Amen? Amen. But I believe God is still giving dreams. And um, it's important to understand how God is speaking to us so that we don't miss out on something that he has for us. He speaks to us through his written word. Amen? He speaks to us through the Bible. Man, I tell you, I've been reading through the Bible for so long, but every time I read through the Bible, something new, I'm like, that couldn't have been there, Monica. That couldn't have been there last year because I didn't, I, I would swear, you know, I never read it. And it's like, but there it is. And it just jumps out at that page and it speaks to you. So as when we come to January, January 1, it'll be on our website, the daily Bible reading that we're going to do for this year. Sign up, register, go through it with us. Amen? Everybody, let's all be on the same page in our daily Bible reading. That way we can talk about it. Amen? But he speaks to us through prophets. Amen? We've had two prophets this year. We had um, John Harkey, and then we had, what's my other friend's name? My friend, Pat Sparrow. <laughs> Some friend, huh? <laughs> Pat Sparrow, we had Pat Sparrow come and speak to us prophetically. And, you know, you, you, people will come. I've seen people wait three or four hours just to get a prophetic word, just to hear from God. But, you know, you can hear from God. 
Amen? You can hear from God. God wants to speak to you. Amen? Not only through his word, but he speaks to you through that small, still voice. He whispers things to you, and you're like, no, that ain't God. That's me, or, you know. But I think sometimes God uses dreams because that's the only time he can get us quiet. That's when there's no noise. He's, he's got us. And he'll give us dreams. It's, it's his opportunity to inject into our busyness into our distractions of this life. And I want to encourage you this coming year, even now, slow down for a minute. Take some time to listen. Even when you get up in the morning, take a moment as you roll out of bed and just say, good morning, Lord. And then listen. And just listen. Let him speak to you. Let him tell you, good morning. Just give him time to encourage you. And you might say, oh, I'm making that stuff up. We're not that good. <laughs> we don't make stuff up like that. God really wants to speak to you. And he'll whisper it to you, and it'll come to you. And you'll think, well, that's just my thoughts. Well, they're good thoughts, and everything that's good comes from where? Above. Amen? It comes from God. And so let him inject into your life. Let him capture your time for moments a day. You know, I, I like to drive alone. I like to drive alone because that's when I, I can just turn off everything. It's just silent. Ron had never placed a radio in a car. Because that's, it's just like, it's the time the Lord can just speak to us. And we just listen. I just talk to him. I just listen. I don't even have to say anything out loud. I just think it. And he just, he just speaks to me. And it's just a wonderful thing. Like, I'll read these passages. You know, people say, how do you come up with sermons? How do you come up with this stuff all the time? It's because I read the word, and then I sit and I think about it. I just close my eyes, and I sit back in my chair. I might even fall asleep. But it's in that, that that I hear from heaven what God wants me to talk about. It's in those moments that God speaks to me, and he tells me about these passages, what he wants to tell me, what he's relaying to my heart. And, and it's those quiet times that we need with the Lord to hear from heaven, to get direction that we begin to get God's plan and not our plan, amen? Because we need to know what is God's plan for our lives, amen? What does God want me to do? Not only does what God want me to do with my life, but what does he want me to do today? And it's not always easy. I'm sure it was a little tough for Joseph to marry that pregnant woman. But he did it anyway. So how do we handle dreams? What do you do with your dreams? How, I would encourage you in this. How many of you have a phone? You, all, you know what? I've been in the jungles of India. Everybody had a phone. I, I'm not kidding. I jungle, jungles of Africa, they all got a phone, you know? 
Everybody, everybody's got a phone, except for the Morales kids. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Andy, settle down. <laughs> but when you, when you have your phone, you know, when you have a dream, just talk it into your phone. Just hit record. Video yourself. It might, not, it might be dark, but just hit record and, and say it into your phone. Because you know, you know what I always do? I always say, oh, I'll remember that one. I'll remember that one. That one's impact. I'll remember. And you know what I forget when I get up? The dream. I forget it. I'm like, Juan's like, did you have any dreams last night? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. So write it down. Get it down as soon as you can. And then when you get it down, pray over it. Pray over it. Ask God. What, what are you trying to tell me? What, what's going on with that? Why did I dream that? And ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation about the dream. Because he will. Amen? He, lo he loves you. And you know what? He really wants to talk to you. He wants to communicate with us. And then, you know, I told you the joke in the beginning about Gina getting the book about dreams. But buy a Christian book about dreams. Because there's a lot of New Age stuff out there you don't want to get into. Amen? Get a good Christian book. If you need some um, titles, just call me. Invest in your dreams. When you, when you record your dream, write down the colors. Count the colors. You know, there was a lot of this color. There was a lot of aluminum in my dream last night about that cauldron thing, you know, and it's like the coating was coming off. Like it's, you know how when you, you got that car and it's just the paint? That's what I saw was happening in that, that thing. So, but, and, and then remember numbers because numbers have a meaning in the Bible. And then remember the people in your dream. Because people in your dreams are significant. I love when I have a dream about my mom and dad, and my mom and dad are there. I still dream about my mom and dad. My mom's been gone for almost seven years now. And uh, I still dream about my mom and dad. I have dreams about them all the time they're in. But remember the people. And then <clears throat> remember, oh, remember what is said in the dream. That's significant, what is said. I've had some dreams recently that God said, had me say specific things. I'm like, really? I mean, had me get up in front of people and preach and say specific things. I'm like, wow. And, and be real forceful, be real um, hard about it. I try, you know, I try not to be hard. Delonda says I'm a little rough sometimes, but <laughs> I try not to be. But write down what, he's, what is said in your dream. It's important. And then ask God, what are you trying to reveal to me in my dream? What are you trying to say to me? What's going on? The whole thing that you need to know is that God wants to speak to you. God wants to speak to you.
We can see today that God uses dreams to give directions on what to do in specific situations. He used a dream to get Joseph to marry Mary. He used a, a dream to let Joseph know that that baby was from God, from the Holy Spirit. He used a dream to tell the Magi, don't go back the same way you came. He used a dream to tell him, get up and go to Egypt because Herod wants to kill your son. These instructions that they received from the dream to heal them, to heal Joseph's heart from being hurt, it healed him from Mary Mary. It, it protected them. It protected them in the sense that the Magi didn't go back and they didn't tell Herod. It protected him that it told him to go to Egypt. The dreams can bring that protection. And it saved them from death because that was Herod's intent was to kill the baby. God is still in the dream business. And he wants to communicate with his people. Can I hear an amen? amen. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you praise today. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be here. Lord, and I am just excited, God, that you still desire to speak to each one of us. And I pray, Lord, that we would have that ear to hear. Now, maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor Ron, you know, I, I haven't really been connected to Jesus and I need to get connected with Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus. I need to make a commitment to Him today, for Him to be my Lord, for Him to be my Savior, that I can hear from heaven. If that's you today, just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. You need to make a commitment to Jesus today. Just wave at me and let me pray for you. Okay, well then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go with that you're all born again. Number two, the Lord told me to pray for people that are having nightmares. If you've been having nightmares, could you just stand up right now? Okay. It's your opportunity. If you've been having nightmares, please stand. Yeah, okay. Why don't you just look around, see who's standing, and why don't you go put a hand on them right now. Just stand with them and let's pray with them today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray today, Lord, that you would put a block around our dreams. God, that no weapon formed against us would prosper. Lord, that you would block the enemy from our dreams, God. That, Lord, if we've been doing things that have allowed them, Lord, I pray that you cancel those things out today, God. That, Lord, that the enemy would ha not have access to our quiet sleep, God. That, Lord, that we only, de we decree and declare today that we give you only access to our dreams. That the enemy shall not have a hold on our dreams any longer in the name of Jesus. I speak peace over the people of God today, Lord, that their dreams would be of you, Father. That the enemy would not be able to speak anything evil into them. No more nightmares in the name of Jesus. We pray a block over those nightmares right now in Jesus' name. Father God, that the Holy Spirit would put a guard around their sleep. 
that their sleep would be peaceful and restful in the name of Jesus. Uh, Lord, that you'd do a supernatural work, that they would have dreams and visions of heaven, of you, Lord Jesus. Bring clarity, Father. Lord, we thank you right now for that. In Jesus' name, amen and amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Why don't we all stand? Father, we thank you for everybody here today. We pray that, Lord, that you just bless them coming in and going out, God. That, Lord, that even today they'd leave healed, comforted by the Holy Spirit, walking in peace today, God. And I pray a blessing over every person here today. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now remember, sign up for Christmas right out there at that table. Sign up for the Bible school if you want to join that. And uh, joy group tomorrow, 5.30, if you're 50 and above, come on out. Have a great time with us. And Delonda wants to say something real quick. So, it's on, it's on, it's on. So, um, the Lord was just really impressing upon me is, we have some young mommies. And I remembered what it was like to be a young mom. Does any of you moms remember that? And it takes me a while to get ready. And I was sitting there thinking, if, if I didn't have a nursery to leave my baby at, I would think, why should I even get ready, spend two hours in all that mess trying to get ready to come to the house of God just to be accosted into the nursery, something I do all the time. They need to be fed, family. They need to be fed. And we need... Two people back there at the same time. So we need more volunteers to hold some babies. We're going to get a TV in there, I promise, so that you can be part of the service. But please, do me a favor. Bless our young mommies. Let them get fed. Let them be in here and give somebody else a chance to hold those beautiful babies. Okay? Amen? And I need a bus driver for Sundays. So if any of you like to drive a van and pick up people and then take them home after service, let me know. Okay, we got that nice big white van out there ready for you to drive away and pick up wonderful people, amen, and just share the love of God. So let me know if you can uh, drive a van. <laughs> amen. God bless you. Have a great day.